bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. It's hard to yell when the bat rails in your mouth. Come on. Bring them out, bring them out. Hey. Bring them out, bring them out. Bring them out, bring them out. Hey. Bring them out, bring them out. Yeah, Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to episode 7 of Empty Betters, presented by the Carolina Hurricanes Moneyline. Nick, congratulations. Thanks, man. Uh, that was a great pick, I thought. Nice so. little cap off to the week. Nice little cap off to the week. Uh, we had a pretty damn good week. Yeah. So we are actually recording this on Saturday, October 12th. Uh, because we have a little surprise for you guys coming after this, uh, I guess, catch-up segment, we'll call it. Uh, when this drops on Monday night or Tuesday morning, whenever Spotify decides to you know, let it happen, uh, we will actually be having an interview this episode. Uh, we will be having the, well, two former teammates of mine from high school, uh, Ryan Dieter and Costa Pisanis. They are both players for Towson University currently. Uh, Dieter is the captain of the team. Uh, Costa might be an alternate captain. Costa, if I fuck this up, I'm sorry. But <laughs> um, they're going to come on and, you know, we're going to talk about, you know, just what it's like growing up in, you know, a non-traditional hockey market like Maryland. And, you know, they've both been very successful. They used, they both played juniors. They've both excelled wherever they've gone. So um, we just want to catch up with them. And I think it'll – give you guys some good insight and there's a couple hilarious stories that you will definitely want to stay around for um one of which involving the cops coming to a hockey game so you definitely don't want to miss this definitely it's going to be great obviously you know these guys from high school i think just anytime you get two or more hockey guys in a room you can just sort of feel them start to feed off of each other and then it just starts buzzing from there so there's going to be beers going during the interview so you're definitely going to want to catch this one yeah um we're really excited to have them on uh, but before we get into that, uh, let's catch up since last week. So, Nick, do you want to recap your picks from last week? Definitely. So, as you mentioned in the intro, I hit on the Carolina money line over the Islanders last night. That would be Friday night. Uh, great game. Carolina looks lethal. Don't want to play them in the playoffs again. Uh, I also hit, or we both hit, on the Canucks puck line over the Kings. Uh, you and I both actually doubled down on that and added a little more sugar to that bet. So thank you. Units. To, yeah. Thank you to the Canucks and to Quinn Hughes. Uh, <laughs> and then I missed on the Philadelphia Flyers and New Jersey Devils over. Uh, Carter Hart just absolutely whitewashed the Devils, <laughs> kept them off the scoreboard. And the Flyers got four, but oh well, shit happens. Carter looks good. He does look good, man. The first game was kind of shaky, but like I said in that ep- uh, the last episode, they were in Prague. It's different. The travel, blah, blah, blah. I think he's going to He's fun. ready. Yeah. yeah. No, he's going to be fun. So what about you? Uh, for my picks, yep, like Nick said, Canucks puck line, uh, we laid some juice on that shit and, you know, got back some lemonade. So it was yeah, a nice little exactly. one there. I don't want to say, like, we throw around the term lock of the century so lightly in the gambling world. That, that was, was a, lock. a lock of the century. Yeah. Like, the, you can tell in our voices, like, if we're really confident on something and we both pick it and we, you know, don't know each other's picks when we announce them on the episode. We really don't. We do not share that information before we come to record. We so. want live reactions. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but Canucks puck line over the Kings, uh, check. I <laughs> bet the under on the 
Leafs Lightning uh, game on Thursday night. And Whoops. Yeah, it was at six and a half, and I'm pretty sure there were seven goals scored in the game with three minutes remaining in the first period. So eh, that's how that one went. Exactly. But it's called gambling, not winning for a reason. Exactly. Win some, you lose some. But luckily this season, we've won more than we've lost. So I just want to keep this thing rolling. Yep. And then Winnipeg money line over the Wild on Thursday night. They won five to two. Uh, so that hit. So the two of us both went two and one for a combined four and two on the week. And I think last week we went five and one because I went three and zero and you went two and one. So exactly, we're buzzing. The boys are coming. Exactly, the boys are here. Uh, so you know, just wanted to give you guys a little insight on last week's picks. We'll give you next week's or this coming week's, I guess, picks uh, later on in the episode. As far as news in the NHL, uh, Johnny Boychuk has now created the greatest celebration in hockey history. Finger guns, just like Shooter McGavin. I'm not even kidding. I think this is my favorite celebration I've ever seen. So for those who didn't see it, uh, when he scored from uh, the point on a slap shot against the island or against the Hurricanes, Hurricanes the other night, yeah. um, he took his right glove off and did the Shooter McGavin pew, pew, pew celebration. So <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, pretty cool. Never seen anything like that before. And uh, I... I don't want to say it went viral because some of you probably haven't seen it, but if you haven't seen it, go check it out. Maybe we'll throw it up on the Instagram. Exactly. It's Boychuk. He's got an absolute piss missile from, you know, the point. So Clapper. It's, it's fitting, too. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Laine, tied for the lead league in points. Uh, wow. Shoved it up our ass. <laughs> and everybody else in the media. Yeah, I'm not completely sold on this one yet just because of how streaky this guy has been in the past. I mean, we saw what happened to him in – November of last year, but he's off to a great start. I'll give him that. And he, you know, has a new tattoo that he thinks looks good. So, you know. <laughs> What's it of? I think it's like a lion, but. Well, his beard and his hair kind of make him look like one. But yeah. Exactly. That's the grossest beard, like, ever. Yeah, it's just, like, patchy and gross, and well, I don't know. It's like it's like Beach Boy Blonde. And I I'm know. Like, you just, look like a just, billy goat. It just doesn't. <laughs> he, look, he actually did. All right. We are definitely. <laughs> We're definitely throwing up a picture of Line A and a Billy Goat on the Instagram uh, next to each other. That oh, my God. The Billy Goat thing is spot on. That's, yeah. that's really good. I like that. <laughs> um, speaking of animals, the sharks, they stink. They, they're in big trouble, man. They're not good. Uh, they did pick up uh, former captain and franchise leader in points, Patrick Marlowe, on a one-year deal for 700 k Keep the change. That's yeah. a great deal for San Jose because you bring back such a key piece of your franchise's history. And just to have a guy like that in the locker room, especially like, you know, it's Couture's first year having the C on his chest. Having a guy like that who's worn it in the past just brings a whole different sort of mentality to your locker room. And this team is still trying to make their push for their first Stanley Cup. And to have him there, I think, is nothing but a huge addition for them. And, you know, things. I think there's a couple of reasons the Sharks haven't started off well. One is Evander Kane was suspended for the first three games, and they got – dicked by playing Vegas, I think, twice. So that's not exactly an easy matchup to start the season. Uh, second reason, Eric Carlson does not look good. He looks like a wet bag of dog shit, man. I yeah, mean, he's turning the puck over like crazy. He has two assists in four games. One of those are on the power play, so he has one regular or one even strength point through the first four games. That's just not good enough for a guy that some call the best D-man in the league. Exactly. I mean, they brought him here or they brought him there for a reason and that's to be a shutdown defenseman, but also to quarterback that power play, carry the puck, start breakouts, and score. And right now that doesn't look like it's happening. 
And Martin Jones looks like me when I was six and got my first goalie pads for Christmas. Uh, it's not good. It's, it's no. not good at all. He no. has, a, I think, he has an 864 save percentage through his first four starts. That's not okay. Uh, no, that's no. way worse than not okay. That's really bad. Uh, so you know, the, I, I'm not saying it's panic time yet, but if he, I mean, this is the real reason they're not doing well is he stinks and he need, really needs to turn it around because they invested in this guy they think this is their franchise goalie and if he ends up just being a head case they're fucked i feel like and i'm gonna do like a metaphor here i feel like the sharks are standing on the edge of a cliff and then the way this season has started i feel like they're now hanging off the edge of a cliff by one hand yeah and it's like if it starts to get a lot worse they're just gonna fall and plummet and it's gonna start to just go all downhill for them. I mean, I still think that they're going to turn it around and make playoffs, but I do too. I don't. I, but just, like, if this continues, yeah. it's not going to end. Well I'm just for this thinking, franchise. Yeah, I just. I mean, I don't think they're cup contenders. I, they, I don't just because they're a playoff team doesn't mean they're cup contenders. I don't, I don't. I thought they were last year. I don't think they are this year. Yeah, I think they kind of missed their window, but yeah, that's just my personal opinion. Uh, the Chicago Blackhawks over is still the best bet in all of sports. It is off to a two-zero start on the season. Uh, so, you know, like we've said in all the episodes we've recorded, this is the bread and butter. Uh, if you're in a rut, Blackhawks over. That's how you get out of it. If you're not betting this, I don't want to say you're an idiot, but you're an idiot. No, you're actually an idiot. Yeah. It's it's literally like a, it's like the blue chip stock of gambling. Like this is a, yeah. This is we have a big enough sample size now where we're, this is proven. Uh, so as long as you're getting that at six and a half or better, I say take it. Uh, speaking of overs, the Tampa Bay Lightning over has hit the last five games in a row. Um, we are recording this, like I said earlier, on Saturday, October 12th. They play the Senators tonight, and Nick and I are debating, possibly betting the Senators to win. I think They've got to win at some point, man. They're 0-3. They're at home. I think the Lightning just came off a big win in Toronto, and they're going to be playing down to their opponent. Uh, do the, I'm, might have to money I line. wouldn't be surprised if the Lightning started Domingue in this game just because yeah, I don't want to call it a softy, but sort of a softy. Yeah. Uh, might have to take that. If we, if, if we, we'll announce if we take it on social media, but uh, if we are recording this live, we're kind of going to look like geniuses if people are listening to this Monday and be like, oh, wow, they called that. It's like, wow, those two idiots are actually competent at one thing. Well, <laughs> yeah. If you guys have been listening to us, you would – Probably would have made a decent amount of cash so far. I think combined in both weeks, we are nine and three. So giddy up, man. Three to one ratio. Exactly. I'll take that any day of the week. Exactly. Uh, James Neal. Wow. 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 Congrats, Edmonton. You won that trade. Uh, yeah. I mean, granted, it's like you know, Lucic hasn't really done poorly for the Flames thus far, but. James Neal looks like he's on a different planet. I mean, he's found his game from when he was in Pittsburgh with Malkin. What the year he put up 40. But he looks really, really good. The Oilers look really, really good. Still not sold on them. I think this is kind of, I don't want to say a fluke, but I'll use the word phase. I don't think that they're... This is not going to last. No, it, it's just not going to. I think, uh, you know, once they start, they haven't really played anyone that good. Yeah. They, I, mean, I mean, they're gonna once they start playing the Central Division opponents, they're gonna start exactly seeing it. So I think it will catch up to them. But for right now, they look great. Uh, and Drew Doughty scored the overtime winner against the Flames this past Tuesday. 
to give the Kings a 4-3 to three win. Uh, his rivalry with Matthew Kachuk, for those who are unaware, Matthew Kachuk is a player on the Flames. Uh, Drew Doughty and him have had a rivalry for probably the past two seasons now, I think, two or three seasons. Yep. It all started when Kachuk took, I don't want to say a dirty shot, but a high a high hit on he Doughty. He got him a little high, but we all know Doughty likes to complain to officials. I don't think I've ever seen a guy bitch to officials more than him. <laughs> yeah. So, But that game ended 4-3, to three, like I said. So best advice here um, in advance, the Flames and the Kings play in L.A. on Saturday, October 19th. I would hammer the Flames. They're going to come back. Definitely. They're going to come back. They're coming back with some vengeance. That game's going to be in L.A., so you're going to get the Flames at a better price than you normally would as if it was in Calgary. Uh, I'm going to say you need to take the Flames on that. And this is a great rivalry, man. I mean, it's, it's, it is. The Pacific Division rivalries are starting to heat up between, you know, the Sharks, the Knights. Now yeah. you've got the Flames and the Kings. This is good. I love it. Yeah, I love the West Coast rivalries. It, it really makes that division so much more exciting to watch. And mm-hmm. especially, I mean, you've got pre existing ones. You have Edmonton and Calgary who hate each other. Yeah. But now you're getting some new ones, which are nice. Right. Uh, and finally, Rupe Hints of the Dallas Stars looks really, really good. Three goals through three games to start off the season. I mean, it looks like he got even faster and even stronger on his skates in the offseason. This is a superstar in the making, so keep yeah. an eye on this kid. I mean, granted, the Stars haven't gotten off to the start that we all thought they would, but at least they have this kind of glimmer of hope. They've got a really good young player on their hands. Definitely. You know, watching the Stars the other night, they played the Caps in D.C. and, you know, of course, beat them in overtime. But I think the best skater I've ever seen in my entire life is Miro Haskinen. Wow. Really? Like, I think he's a—he's just so smooth and efficient with his skating, but it's it, it doesn't look like he's trying at all. And then all of a sudden he's just blazing, you know, the puck from behind the net, you know up the boards and I think there's really underrated parts of hockey that not a lot of people see but one of them is for the ability for defensemen to skate the puck out of the zone something the penguins are horribly lacking right now um but I think he's got to be the best I've ever seen at it he's crazy right because when you watch McDavid bust down the wing you look at his feet you look at his shoulders he's absolutely motoring you're like dude that guy is like blazing it's like he's chopping vegetables I mean he is you know so quick with his strides. But Haskinen, high, yeah. it's just, you know, so smooth and fluid. Uh, you know, it reminds me of the old Oklahoma running back, Marcus Dupree, where he was so big and so, you know, he looked like he would be so slow and he would run so, you would say slow, but he's so freaking fast. And it's just, it's so smooth. I could watch him skate all day. Yeah. Uh, he's, again, another great young player that the Stars have on their hands. It's just hockey porn, but... <laughs> But we just wanted to get you guys caught up on the uh, news that came around the league since we last met up. But without further ado, we are going to toss it off to Ryan Dieter and Costa Pizanis, our first interview guest. Thank you, guys. Enjoy. And now, the moment you have all been waiting for, our first ever interview with my old teammates, Welcome to the podcast, Ryan Dieter and Costa Pizanis. Thanks for coming on, guys. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks. So uh, we're just going to try and catch up since the last time that I played with you guys and just, you know, introduce you guys to everybody. So, Ryan, how about you start? Uh, 
you just want to touch on, you know, how you got started with hockey? Because I know we have a couple listeners who either didn't play for, that are from around the area or are, you know, not from around the area and they're not used to, you know, untraditional markets like Maryland, you know, getting into hockey. So do you want to touch on that? Yeah, so um, I started when I was probably about like four years old. Um, I guess I can throw this out there. My dad played professional soccer, so it's kind of ironic oh, very cool. Yeah, yeah it's cool. that I, I started playing hockey. Mm-hmm. And I played soccer for me for like three or four years. Yeah, but and then you realized it was for hockey. weirdos and yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Field <laughs> yeah, fairies, as I call them. Go that route. Um, no, but I, I started as a goalie. Um, my dad bought me like a pair of pads and like a net, and we like set up my basement. And I just like oh yeah, yeah, messed around from there, and then. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Did you ever play like on a team as a goalie? Like, was that mm-hmm. a thing? Yeah. yeah, I played. Uh, I played for the Baltimore Stars. Um, I played against Costa actually, but I was a goalie for about like one or two years of rec, I would say, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sounds and then, right. yeah, and then we ended up joining up on a team. And from there, your dad just kind of like grooved. You know, kept saying like, "Okay, this is what he oh, has yeah, to do." Oh yeah, yeah. No, he was full blown hockey. Never really uh, tried to push me towards soccer at see, all. See, that's that's good parenting because I feel like yeah. there's parents now that would. Probably yeah. do otherwise. Tiger like, parents. Everyone always asks yes. me why like, yeah. I played yeah. hockey instead of soccer since I probably would have been more successful in soccer. But. And then when did you make the switch from Baltimore to York? Because I know you played York when you were younger. Well, so what was that? Because you went. I went my seventh grade year, and he is a grade younger than me, so he probably went his seventh grade year. Yeah, well, it was a year after, yeah, because you went one year before me. So. Right. so, Costa, do you want to touch on how you got started, where you started? Um, yada, yada. So I have three older brothers and yeah that'll do it (laughs) one of them got into hockey so I had a pair of rollerblades around the house that were clearly too big for me at the age of four but I still wore them anyway loved rollerblading around my backyard till my in the grass no no we have like a we have like a cement okay I was gonna say damn (laughs) (laughs) no but uh I was rollerblading a lot and I was really getting into it and then we went to play it again in sports um, we wanted to get me an, another pair, and uh, <laughs> well, I, when we went there, on the back of the door, it said, you know, ice hockey, try it out or whatever. I'm like, okay, we'll get into it, and it's pretty much been history ever since. That's funny you say the the rollerblade thing is really what got you into it, because I feel like for a, an area like Maryland, I yeah. mean, we're all from Maryland, so yeah. it's not like we have like a frozen rink around the corner like in Canada, yeah. so I feel like a lot of us did first get into it on roller that's exactly right. how yeah. you know Absolutely. i was like yeah. we went to the you know the jewish community center owens mills and nice played on that rank or yeah. you even went to alpha ridge you might have too a yeah, couple yeah. times yeah. Over and, together there. yeah so that, that was a lot of fun um so we'll throw it back to ryan and then we'll throw it back to costa so you started in baltimore and then you said you moved to york um do you just want to you know go through if you can remember like by age bracket what teams you played for just so people can get an idea uh, yeah, so, I mean, I pretty much played, what, right, played one or two years, and then went right into travel, um, early elementary school. Mites. Yeah, like mites, so, like, you know, fourth, fifth grade. Right. Um, yeah, and then I was just travel from there, and I played for the Stars all the way up until, like, seventh grade, and then I think it kind of started to, like, I guess, water down a little bit, I guess, so it was kind of, like... That's a safe... Because hockey started growing, I feel like... Yeah. That was when Ovechkin was, like, you guys, see, yeah. we grew up, like, when Ovechkin, like, became on the scene and it like popped like yeah. people don't realize like how 
big it got. Like every yeah. kid had the tongs hanging out of their skates. I had yellow laces. And had man. yellow laces yeah. and like barely yeah. taped yeah. their stick. And yeah. Definitely like the Capitals too. I feel like I mean when he joined the Capitals, that grew just the hockey fan base in yeah. Maryland huge. Hundred percent. Yeah. So I mean, actually, it's kind of wild thinking back on that. I mean, it's I mean, it's it's crazy. And I like a, a quick story about that. When I started playing, I was seven and I wanted to wear number ten, but. 10 was taken that year in travel because, you know, Nate took it. So my mom was like, you know, you're turning eight years old. I'm going to give you number eight. And I was, you know, pissed about it because I still wanted 10. And later that year, Ovechkin came into the league. Oh, my God. It's so cool. Does that make you guys feel old? Because, like, it's just kind of weird. Wow. All of a sudden, I'm wearing eight and girls are pressing their chest up against a glass. What's going on? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So you went over to York when... Like you just said, around like mites or right after that. Yeah, no, yeah. So I, well, I, was, I, was, I was like peewees. Yeah. yeah. Second year peewee. Yeah. What is it? Bantam. Is Bantam when it starts in this? Like, it's like twelve, I think, or thirteen, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we played. I played two years of that, and then a sixteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So that makes sense. So yeah, I mean, we kind of. I know. I he left the year before me, but like, like I said, like Baltimore kind of started just right, kind of growing more into like a rec league. So we wanted to kind of bump up the competition a little bit, I guess. So we fucked oh, yeah. it out to York, yeah. um, which was, yeah, definitely like a little step up. I mean, I think we played like A and then we went to double A. Yeah, that was, that was our first chance of playing double A. We didn't have it while we were in Baltimore. Yeah. Right. So we wanted to step like to a next level, but um, and I think we were talking like, I know, I knew your parents too were talking like triple A, but yeah. um, that that's like where Maryland kind of comes into a tough play because there wasn't, like the team Maryland wasn't really a thing then. It plateaus right. after a while. Yeah. yeah like so you can only get so high before it really levels off. Yeah, and like also traveling too is like, you know, all the AAA teams are like two hours yeah. away from Yeah, yeah I was going to say, it's not, like people think like, oh, travel, but like it's a yeah. huge commitment. Like, yeah, it's like you get out of seventh grade and you have to drive two and a half hours to go to practice three yeah. times a week, you know what I mean? So yeah, no, I totally That was always kind of tough. So, I mean, York was only like an hour away from us, so it kind of was like, right. it was still far, but it wasn't. You know, too too bad. So I'm gonna cut you off there. So That's you're fine. leaving off at York. So Costa, your your track record, I guess, is kind of similar to his. Did you start out playing Stars, yeah. Baltimore Stars, and then we, you made the we, switch? Yeah, we yeah. did the exact same thing, and then uh, I teams. went up to York just one year before he did. Uh huh. Um, and then yeah, I mean, he came along, and we played there for. for I probably played there four years, and you I might played have played three. there three. Yeah. Okay. And then you guys, leading up to that point, you go to high school, right? Is that what happens? So then, Costa, you're a class ahead of Ryan, right? Mm -hmm. So you get to Calvert Hall first. Ryan, did him going there have any impact on that, or did you kind of know? Was he telling you what it was like before you got there? Not really. I mean, because, like, I don't know if you knew this, but, like, my grandma, obviously my grandma's bookstore. Yeah, I knew that. I was at Calvert Hall since I was, like. Before, like, middle school, honestly. Like, I was yeah. always going to go to Calvert Hall. I mean, I was the same going, way. though, too, though. I mean, you, you played hockey a year there before me, so I kind of got a little inside scoop. But also, Shramick, you know, he, yeah. he taught me how to skate. Yeah. So well, yeah, you knew. He was throwing Calvert Hall jersey when you I was, knew, like. You knew Coach, like, way before I did. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he was teaching me when I was, you know, so two feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> so that's See, that's so cool how, like, you grow that up through this area because everybody kind of knows everybody it's not a it's not a huge yeah. community but it's a close-knit one Everyone yeah exactly so everybody. it's so tight-knit which i feel like makes it that much more special than like if you were like if you were playing like i-270 basketball growing up i mean there's no way you would know right you know half the kids on another team exactly yeah. but i feel like this this is like 
you see that same kid over and over again, whether it's, you know, like you said, Pee Wee or Bantam, and they're going to be there up until you're 18 if they keep with yeah. it. You know the number of the kid on the other team, like, all the way through. Oh, yeah. It's, oh, it's yeah, actually sure. kind of cool. Yeah, it's definitely a small community. Um, so, Costa, you get to Calvert Hall, what's this whole experience like? And then I'll throw it back to Ryan to see what his <laughs> freshman experience is like. Like, what, you know, I, I wasn't on the team yet. I didn't come on board until the second year, but, I mean, you met, like, you were with Tweak and kegs and all them so just touch on that you know it it was a lot because i remember our freshman year we had you know like the giant freshman class i I don't really recall what they were like before us but i don't think they were very good and we were just part of like a you know a project so to say so our freshman class had probably like eight or nine freshmen playing varsity hockey and it was that was it was a cool deal made some you know lifelong friends and whatnot um well, you're but doing yeah. this podcast with us now, so yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, all right. So you had, I mean, it was fun. Like, obviously, we yeah. got better as the years went on, but yeah, it was I, a good I eye think opener. It, yeah, I mean, it was cool because you know you, you do you get to play with a lot of the kids that you knew from Baltimore just over you know different aspects of it, right? And um, yeah, and, I mean, you just come about. You know, they played Howard, they played Baltimore, they played. Yeah. Tri City or whatever, and you just right. become friends. Yeah, you know? no, it, 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 you're exactly right. Like you kind of know about them, but then when you get to actually meet them, it's it's cool. So, Rai, what was your first year like? I think your first year was my first year because I was a grade ahead of you. Yeah, you were in his grade. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, so I joined the second year. Yeah, so I mean, we were the same year. Yeah, had a good year that year. Did you fun. score a hat trick your first game? I did. Holy <laughs> shit! God damn, that's fucking so, cool. Now, but like you, when, so you. Yeah, I remember that too. I was like, holy shit, this kid's good. I was like, I think it was, I, did we play Spalding High School? I can't remember. I think it was, it was. Spalding, yeah, yeah. Man, my memory's actually yeah, not bad. Um, and, you, I mean, you obviously have grown since then, but you weren't, like, as big as you are now. I think you were a lot pretty, shorter. Like yeah, you were small. You were one of the smaller kids, and I was just like, I was wondering to see how it would work Definitely. out, and then you just kind of, like, swung your dick on everybody. And I was like, okay, <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, first game, I was like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you're, you're definitely right. He was, you know, he was one of the, the smaller people. He definitely had a hat trick in that first game. That's yeah. that's wild. That's like I my first memory. Honestly, it's pretty funny. Yeah. So you guys joined Calvert Hall. You're still playing York, right? When yeah, did you yeah. guys make the switch to Delaware Ducks? When did that happen? That was a f- – I only played York one year. It was my oh. second year of 16 under. So it was – I aged out of 16 under after that, and then we played – Two years at 18 under, right? Right. Yeah. So, yeah. And from what I remember, you guys were filthy. We like, were really good. Oh, yeah. We had a, a six. Do you want to touch on when you guys had to dye your hair blonde? Because I vividly remember everyone <laughs> giving you cool. shit in the locker room about this. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was... Uh, <laughs> what was the tournament for? Wasn't it, it for it was, a tournament? It was a national championship. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that was, I guess, a tradition somewhat. But not all the teams did it. But, um, you know, we went three years in a row to that the national tournament. Jesus. And uh, we saw a bunch of people doing it. I was actually one of the people in the movement say, make sure, <laughs> let's get some blonde hair this year. I, think I, I was the first That's one awesome. to do it. That's and fucking then, awesome. Uh, yeah, the, the rest of our team kind of slowly came along. We had three kids who didn't do it, I think. It's but, like, guys, yeah. I already did it. Do it so I don't look like an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> oh, it was bad. I that was majestic. I didn't go to school the day. The day I did it, I didn't go to school the next day because I didn't want to get detention. Did you get Good detention call. the day yeah. after? Or no, No, because like, we left that. Oh, right, right. Day. Oh, because did you dye it back you, right after the tournament? Yeah, yeah, I dyed it back as soon as I got home. 
Because you weren't so allowed funny. to. In so wait, school, they right like now. in private school they would give you detention for yeah. yeah so hair. I didn't go to school. Yeah, yeah dude, dude, they give they damn. gave you detention for anything at our school. Like <laughs> yeah. untucked shirt, like yeah. fucking white sock, like showing out your cat. It's yeah. like weird. Jesus. Yeah, that was funny. I remember like we uh, because a bunch of kids didn't do it and didn't want to do it until they saw like half the team already did it. So so we were at we were at we were in Michigan, right? That was Michigan year. Uh, no, I thought that one was New Jersey, but I could be wrong. I could, I think I could we be did, wrong, too. Yeah, it was New Jersey, right? We did New right. Jersey twice in Michigan but the like, second year. So half the team didn't do it, and we were at the hotel and, like, saw, like, a bunch of liquors did it. So we went out and bought, like, bleached hair, like, product. <laughs> and oh all the moms God. were dying, like, half the kids, like kid's hair like in the fucking uh, in the uh the pool of the hotel oh my like, god like, there, and, like, people are like walking in like we're like we're all, all these kids are getting their hair dyed blue, that's blonde. amazing the next yeah. kid that goes swimming in the pool comes out he's just like completely blonde <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fun. great so you actually touched on something i wanted to ask you about so you guys went to michigan one of the years right so i think i remember seeing like snapchats of you guys at, like the big house like is that true yeah we, that was, you got that in was the fun. locker room and stuff yeah we got a full tour around michigan university how cool was that yeah it was awesome we got you know football locker room we got to go on the field and then we got to go in the uh like the ice hockey arena wow got to go through the locker room other training facilities how triggered are you right Eh. now nick yeah yeah. (laughs) nick is just absolutely fuming for michigan state over here go green yeah um so what how'd that tournament go like where'd you guys like did you play at like a college arena or was it like a regular arena no i was just um yeah, just I didn't know if it was like actually at the University of Michigan. No, nah, that would have been, been yeah. sick though. But uh, we, yeah, we just toured there, so like it was just something we did in our free time. You know? That's right. pretty cool, though. That is yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, nice. speaking of cool places to play, uh, when I think it was Casa was Irami's junior year, I think we actually got to go up to Philly and play at the at the well, time Wells the Wells Fargo. Fargo. Is it still Wells Fargo? I think, I think it, it is. is. I think it is. We played yeah. where the Flyers play right. in their rink against Saint. Francis or St. Joe's Prep. Prep. Yeah. yeah. Talk about that. I mean, for me, that was like, yeah. like my parents still talk. My dad always tells me, he's like, you have no idea how like cool that is. And oh, I don't think about it much, but when I do, I'm like, I played on a professional yeah. Like, yeah. arena. Like, that's so cool. Yeah, that was definitely cool. Um, I mean, I know, like, I don't know if you did it. I remember doing, like, I did Mites on Ice at the oh, Capitals, yeah? and I was like, you know, always like thinking back, like, damn, that'd be cool to go play on another like, NHL. Like, I don't remember it. I was, you know, seven years old at the time or whatever. Right. But, uh, yeah, getting to do that, that was awesome. And just being in an NHL facility and getting to play. It was sick. Yeah, it was definitely but sick. Did you guys notice this? It was like 50 degrees hotter than a regular rink. I was sweating my absolute dick off. Like, I was like, why is it so hot in here? And I think, like, NHL arenas are naturally just warmer than regular ones because they don't want fans to get like frostbite like our moms had to do for 10 years of our life. Oh, sitting on yeah. metal bleachers, you know, yeah. with like But did you guys like notice that? Like yeah. that was the biggest difference to me. Um, I don't remember it, but like it makes sense to me. Yeah. I don't remember like specifically being too hot, but I mean, it would make sense. I mean, it's just way bigger. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. People generally say that like NHL ice is not Right, like your, your best ice or whatever. Yeah. Right. Like, Unless you're in like Edmonton or Vancouver, right. but yeah. So <laughs> yeah. that year was Probably, actually, my our senior year cost was probably my favorite. But that year, we actually got to go to the state championship, which was so cool. Like, I mean, for a high school game in Maryland, like, could you ask for anything better? Like, just the amount of energy that was there. Do you guys want to talk about your memory of that? Like, to the junior year one, and we'll get to the senior I mean, one year. Yeah, later. They, they go back to me as like some of my favorite games. Oh, the, the biggest fan. How many people would you say were there? I think like it wasn't really. It was like. 
2000. It was like 2000. It was, yeah. it was like two, it was like literally the like we were at Laurel Ice Gardens. Okay. And we were in the rink to the right. And it was I just remember this like we're in the tunnel and the tunnel is under the stands and you're walking out and it was the first time ever where the building was like oh, like dude, people yeah. were vibrating yeah it was like it was a college nuts. game kind of and I was oh, that's like, so cool I was like holy shit like this is kind of cool like Harrison yeah. shaking over there. Yeah. <laughs> but we like went out and it was just, you just look up and you can't even see the seats it was, yep. it was literally yeah. like two thousand people yeah, it was crazy it was, the environment was insane I really like because how many times did we do the state championship. It all like I did it. You and me did really remember. You and me did it twice, Dieter. I think you did it three times. And I remember I went to the game on your third year. That was tough. Yeah, it was tough. We Mm -hmm. all three of them were tough. That was tough. Yeah, that was a tough loss. Yeah, I wanted that one bad. I know. Um, Yeah, trust me, I get it. Our senior year high school team was probably the most fun I've ever had. Yeah, I mean, I know you guys have played for a lot of teams, but played for very good teams. But for me, that was like the best team I ever played for and it was so much fun it was I mean that was definitely a peak for me we you know we won that was the year we won the championship yeah. right yeah we won we won, we won our conference play. yeah yeah no that was that was a lot of fun you know good group like and like I was talking about earlier how we came in as freshmen and it was like this huge group of however many people like that was that was the end of it right like we were seniors right and all these guys who have been playing for four years or you know finally got to yeah know, destination yeah. right and, uh, it's like what the Oilers have been trying to do for like 10 years. <laughs> exactly. And we'll continue to try for the next five. Yeah. Exactly. But, you know, just I don't know if you both want to touch on that, but just how much fun that was. We had like the, the Ruskies come over. Like, how wild is yeah. that? We're just like, what? Like, <laughs> was, they, one of them lived with you, didn't they? Or no? No, no, no that they was, were going to. They were going to. That was to, Camille, but, I think. Yeah, you live, uh, Ivan Yuri, I lived with Camille. Yeah. Do you, you guys just want to touch on like how weird, like Nick, we actually had three kids come from like straight out of like Moscow or some shit. Yeah, like, so it's yeah, like Russian. Russian kids, but like, or it's like the Italian kids and kicking and screaming. It but you guys got Russians instead. It's just the Russians. Just passed to the Russians. I mean, do you guys yeah. just want to talk about how fun that year was? And Yeah, that I mean, was a great year. I mean, I think, because that was when we like built up the hockey team at Capra Hall too. And there's a difference yeah. between playing club. and then We like, were trending on Twitter at one point. Yeah. We, were. <laughs> <laughs> we actually were. We, our school used to... Uh, they they were dumb. I don't know. They caught like since they called us the ice cards because our logo is the cardinal. Yeah, the cardinal. And then they would just put ice in front of it and say ice cards in like the morning bulletin or whatever. And we're like, what the fuck? And we just played it off and we ran with it. And it like actually became kind of cool. Like yeah, we had posters I, and everything. Yeah. We had posters. We oh, were trying awesome. on Twitter shirts. one time. It was really cool. We had shirts. shirts. Yeah. Oh, no, nice. It's on my horsey jacket actually. So that's <laughs> pretty. Kinda, cool. That's kind of amazing. You, you sleep in that, right? Yes. I do. <laughs> All the other kids, like one of the other teams, started using like hashtag. What was it like the uh, the volley cards? Yeah, right. they they, they right. tried to copy us, but yeah. it never really worked out as well. The field cards. I feel like that doesn't really like pop as much no, as no, ice it cards didn't. does. It didn't. Yeah. So you know, and now now you guys are obviously playing for Towson, uh, but even post Towson, Costa, I know you. You played down in West Palm Beach, Florida, mm-hmm. right? Time how of my life. How fucking cool is it to be like 19 years old and you move down to Florida and you're just playing junior hockey, like just. I don't know much about how your experience was down there. Can you please just, like, fill us in? I mean, it's it's about exactly how it sounds. <laughs> like, you know, it would be we'd wake up. Uh, we'd have the ice from 6 o'clock to 10 every morning. But our practices started at 8. So you can't but I, I used to go out there earlier with the, with the power skating coach we had at, you know, 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock. Do that. So we'd have, you know, like that four hours of ice time. Then we would have go to the gym at, what? 11 30 12 until one or whatever right and then 
you know, I'm in West Palm Beach until <laughs> 10 o'clock. Like, I could do whatever so the heck cool. I want. Yeah. You know, we went to the beach a lot. You know, we did whatever. Like, it was... That's uh, so cool. It, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I mean, Were you down there for one or two years? One year. Wow. It was just the absolute time of your life. And the best part about it was I was there for the hockey season, so I wasn't there in the summer when it was hot. <laughs> it oh, was just... Oh, just so it was, like, nice and warm. Oh, you got like, it was, like, yeah. 70 and not humid. Not I'm sweating best. my balls off and I'm going to Were you guys good? It. Like... Yeah, I mean, we we were good. The, the whole idea that's so funny is that it's like West Palm Beach, Florida. Like, hockey's a joke, right? But, like, in some sense, we were good, and there were people. We had a kid come over from Holland, actually, who played. We had a couple kids from Sweden, Finland. That's um, sick. Yeah, no, we had a good team, and, you know, I guess I'll, I'll talk about it later, but we did end up going with a coach who moved up north to, to Massachusetts, and, uh, you know. Played a year there too, but That's yeah, so Florida cool. was Florida was a time of my life. I wouldn't take it back for the world. Yeah, no, that, and then you came to uh, Towson like the year or two after, and now you're playing for Towson's team. Are you, yeah, yeah. yeah I, well, so yeah, I went, I went up. So I played a year in Florida, and then I played a year in Massachusetts of junior hockey, and then I played. Uh, we'll touch on that a little bit because I don't. I don't <laughs> okay, so that. yeah, I, I will. The um, our coach in West Palm Beach got a job as the head of hockey ops or whatever for this big IHC for anybody in the Islanders hockey club. It's a, sure. yeah. a fairly big uh, hockey organization down from mites all the way up until junior hockey. Like they have kids in the, the top junior team who are getting, you know, drafted to the, the U show and going to the some U show. I fucking love that. <laughs> and, uh, and oh, some some pretty sick kids who were on the ice. Uh, Mario Lemieux's son was, uh, we played a guy. Mario Lemieux's son. Yeah. Wow. So he plays at Arizona State. He plays at Arizona yeah, State. with uh, Johnny Blue. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. That's so cool, dude. Yeah, no, we played against him and they whipped our ass. How good was he? <laughs> he was good. I mean, he's tall and lanky, but, you know, he's like also dad. really good. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like, was Mario in the yeah, stands? Yeah, I was going to say, he was. He was in the stands. Yeah, I actually saw him once when we were younger, too. I watched him play when I was a kid. He was in there or something. That's how, like, like before Crosby, like, that was my dad. Like, I literally was just, like, infatuated with Lemieux. That's so cool. Yeah. That's awesome. He was a wonder. That's for sure. (laughs) Um, And then you obviously get to Towson after that year. Well, no, I I actually, I played a year of uh, Division II NCAA hockey in in Connecticut for uh, Post University. Oh, my God. You're right. I didn't realize. That just completely lapsed my mind. So how... How did that go? Like was it was it... good. I mean, it was it was a small school, so like the whole college experience wasn't necessarily there. But like, yeah, you know, I made some good friends, learned a lot about hockey and yeah, you know, school in general. Because realistically, I, I'm at this point, I'm what twenty twenty one years old, and this is my first lick of college. Right. Right. No, so, but you wouldn't. I mean, granted, yes, but at the same time, would you wouldn't trade that for anything? Like no, the no. memories you have and all that. Like I, I can't even imagine. In hindsight, I I think I matured quite a bit from that. Like graduating yeah. high school to when I first started college like I matured to a point that you grow up yeah exactly and I was I was ready for it from that point on that's awesome yeah I think I, there's a huge difference like you said so that was your first taste of college at 21 I think there's a huge difference between like an 18 year old going into college versus oh, yeah. like a 21 year old 100 yeah. percent. I, I that's what I think of when I you know was graduating high school and Dieter's talked about it before in the past like telling our our uh, college counselor or whatever. Yeah, oh like, we're, gonna, we're gonna play junior hockey. I can only like, imagine. Yeah, yeah. Like what? Story what what the fuck is that? <laughs> it's like, yeah, no, we're gonna play junior hockey, and it's like, especially at a prep school like that. Like, yeah. they're, they're probably just like, what the? Yeah, fuck no, you're are supposed you to be going about? to college. Yeah. 
know, like, nah. like the, the college day at Calvert Hall, when you wear the shirt that you're going to go to, yeah. I wear like a Philadelphia <laughs> Junior Flyers shirt. You know, like, <laughs> like, oh my God. What college is that? I'm like, oh, I'm not going to college. Like, <laughs> don't, don't need it. Seeing the show, boners. <laughs> Seeing yeah. the show. Everyone's oh my doing God. like ACT and like SAT testing. I'm just like, yeah, no, nah, like. I shot, <laughs> I shot a 90 mile hour slap shot. Does that count? Right. <laughs> Holy shit. That's awesome. So Dieter, after you're done high school, take me through what happened. Cause I think I was a little more familiar with Casas than I was with yours. Um, yeah. I mean, mine didn't last as long as Casas, unfortunately, but, um, I played for the junior flyers in the EHL. Um, I actually played with one of my buddies from ducks, one of my best friends from ducks, Tom, Tom Doherty. Um, so we signed a contract, played on the same team. And I lived at his house instead right. of finding like a bill or whatever. I just lived in, you know, my best friend from club hockey. And, uh, think about like i i got some pretty bad concussions like kind of right off the bat so i played a decent yeah. amount of games or whatever i got like three concussions in like two months so yeah, the amount Jesus. of time yeah it was That's bad. tough so is that, it like like just the physicality of the game just jumps like it wasn't even that it was just like you know sometimes you're just, just kind of unlucky um yeah. yeah like the first one i just didn't sit out long enough just like typical athlete you know just didn't right. take my time to like rest up or whatever yeah and i'm getting another one and then kind of went through that whole process and then came back and I was doing good, played a few weekends and then just unluckily got another one. Um, that sucks, man. I'm yeah, sorry. no, it is. I mean, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. You know, everything happens for a reason. But, uh, yeah, so I, I, I could have came back that season, um, but it was kind of just too late. Like, I didn't want to start from the fourth line, like, a couple right. weeks before playoffs and everything and kind of get back into the whole system. So kind of just stopped playing there. And I was going to go back the following year and play again and kind of just, like, wait out my options and decide just to go to school Still play hockey, you know. Towson was one yeah. of the best decisions I ever made, but um, yeah. So that's kind of how my career after high school went, and now I'm at Towson. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, the fact that I even got to like, you could say I signed a contract. Yeah, to play hockey. <laughs> that's, that's, that's pretty that's, damn. That's cool. pretty cool. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of people who would kill to do that. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, regardless, definitely. I mean, he, you know, he got to live it up, like Florida and everything. But like, I was in Philly, and still just playing hockey every single day. Like, not yeah, going man. to school. You know, just waking up and training, playing hockey, traveling. It's that's the life. It was a life, yeah, for sure. It's crazy because it's like, like when you explain junior hockey, it's like you're going to college, but instead of studying school, you're studying hockey. Yeah, so it's like your days just yeah. built around hockey, and that's right. a great way With to put your free it. Time. Yeah, it, it, that's so cool. Though. Though. I mean, yeah. it's like a job. Yeah, it's like it is. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's well, not was, just fun. Like I was gonna say, when you working like. Definitely a job when you sign a contract to play it. But even yeah. when you're a D2 athlete, like, I was going to ask you, like, you know, people say, oh, well, if you play D1 sports, people burn out because it's literally their job. Like, did you feel that when you were playing D2? Like, um, I, I feel like, because well, I hear this a lot, but, like, when it comes to hockey, I don't, I, I just love it. I don't know. It's really hard to you're explain. You're a hockey I, I, I love hockey. <laughs> exactly. I but love there's nothing wrong with I, I don't really, like, I just, yeah, I don't get sick of it. It's, well, that's yeah. awesome. That's it's great. so much fun. So it wasn't work to you. It was like I get to do this every day, and right. I don't have to, you know, you know, sit in, you know, some stupid lecture that I don't care about. Right. Yeah. But yeah. at the same time, you know, we did still have to like go to the gym, and like there, there was a yeah. There's definitely a, a work that, like, aspect to it. It, 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 it. There was definitely like an occupational. I'd rather do that than write an essay for like Mr. Elkerson <laughs> about fucking Hamlet or some shit like that. But yeah. Um, so you know, we just kind of walk through your guys' careers. So I just want to ask you guys a couple questions. Uh, you know about the whole journey in general. Uh, what would you say, not to put you guys on the spot, is the coolest moment in your career? Uh, either one of you can go first, if you guys know off the top of your head. Um, I guess mine was, so mine was my freshman year at Towson. We, mm -hmm. uh, we played in this tournament called the Crab Pot, which is 
better before you got there. But <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Costa. <laughs> no, it kind of, no, no, it kind of like it, it changed, whatever. But um, so the crap out was like all the Maryland teams. So that's what Maryland University had a pretty good team. Uh, it was us, Navy, UMBC, and Maryland. So mm-hmm. you know the crap out tournament. We play at Navy's rink. So we beat Maryland in the first game, like smoked them, and we get to play Navy. And we're at Navy's rink, right? And Navy like builds this whole thing up or whatever. And so the place is packed. Like yeah. I don't know. It hasn't been too too crowded when we played there, but like, it was packed. Like, no, it's a pretty big. Stadium it can hold too. a lot of people. It's yeah, a nice setup they have there. It is a yeah. nice rink, yeah. So it was packed, whatever. You know, Navy Navy's a tough team to play, whatever. Right. So, um, yeah, we ended up. So that was for the championship game. I ended up actually having a I had a hat trick in the first period, and then uh, <laughs> not, not a big, big deal. deal. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! And then I, I, I personally, this is just my personal like favorite story for myself i guess but uh then i ended up having just kind of like a squeaker fourth one um and we ended up winning five four they ended up coming up like coming back at the end but we kept, we kept the lead up and we won the championship and it's just it's just fun beating navy because yeah they're, they're cause it's the naval play. academy like, yeah, exactly yeah. yeah that's yeah, a really cool at their home barn too i mean they're kind of like towson's rival i guess whatever but yeah it was definitely you know my personal best and then we won the game, whatever, went back and just partied and celebrated. It That's was, awesome, man. Yeah, it was yeah. just a really, really good time. Just so happened to squeak in a fourth. It just, it just so happened. Get the fourth one. Yeah, it was just, yeah, personal personal favorite experience for me. No, absolutely. Yeah. Costa, you got one that comes to mind? Uh, you, you know, I do like our, our conference championship that we won. Yeah. Right? Like, that was fun. Uh, that it was, was just the build-up to the whole thing. The build-up, exactly. But that, I mean, we played on a bunch of teams that were really fun. My team, uh, Massachusetts, the junior team, was really good and it sucks that we didn't win anything we actually got bounced in the first round of playoffs after like having the best record in the league and like right doing something crazy but like that that team the whole environment was really fun so like i, I enjoyed being around those guys but um i would say probably that the miaa conference championship was was definitely my number one 100 uh what who would you say is the best player that you guys ever played with or against do you have a name that comes to mind? Do you mean like on the same team or like playing? It could be against. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Uh, you you probably know as a Penguins fan, but do you know the oh, name yeah. Sam Lafferty? Yeah, he so just scored <laughs> like. Did you play against Sam Lafferty? Wait, wait till you hear this story. It was awful, right? So we're like supposed to win the national championship. Wait, time right? out. For yeah. those who don't know, Sam Lafferty. Today's October fourteenth. He has, like, three goals in his first two games as a Penguin over, he, in the really? past week. He scored two against yeah. the Wild, and he scored one against the Jets, like, literally yeah. two days ago. So, I'll let you continue. Yeah, keep it up, buddy. You like the story. Yeah. yeah, no. So, we were playing uh, – you know, we, we were dominant the whole year. And we always have the national rankings, right? So, like, it comes out every week. And, you know, Delaware's number one, Delaware's number two, whatever. Like, we're pumped. We know who we're going to play against. We play this mid-state Mustangs team in the championship. And they got this kid, Sam Lafferty, who's committed to Brown, playing playing in a double-A national championship. <laughs> and this kid is Jesus insane. Christ, Absolutely insane. Yeah. Right? Like, their whole team was gone. I'm he's not going to take it away He's from got a cannon. Cannon. Yeah. But th- this kid's 18 at the time. He looks like a, he looks like a child, really. But he's, he's built like a man. Like, right. you know, he's got huge hands. Like, he's just big. And he he took it to us, and they, they whipped our ass in the championship, like the the final so you, game. And we no one knew who this kid was though. For like everyone's like, yeah, the Sam Lafferty kid's really good. He was like whatever. a fourth round pick from the Penguins, like two or three years ago. Yeah, so, that was after the national championship. Yep. And yeah. We played him, and then it was like a couple months later, he, he got, got drafted. drafted to the Penguins. We're like, this like, oh, there's the guy, the like, yeah, oh, walking the stage. Yeah. The kid just got drafted to the NHL, like, yeah. yeah he's a, he's literally like a third liner on the Penguins right now. That's crazy. Yeah. 
It's actually funny the timing of this interview. The fact you say Sam Lafferty and he's got three goals in two games yeah. in the NHL. That's crazy. Good for yeah, him. we shout out him. He was he was sick. Would he you was. say that's probably yours too? Uh that would that would be my second one. But I have another one if you add another story to yeah. it. I remember I played in the um, the Chatter Cup, which is like a yeah. showcase type tournament up and on Boston with my junior team. And the first game we played against. Uh, Van Van Reems type the, the youngest brother Trevor Trevor yeah, yeah. holy shit yeah. wow and we were like we knew like we knew his like, team who, whatever well you see his last name and you yeah know. we're like all right this kid's you know obviously he's gonna be unreal yeah so like second shift this kid comes down and probably pulls just the nastiest like best goal I've ever seen like in person just most skill he just comes down like full speed like down the ice beats like two of our guys right. gets over the blue line it's just <laughs> him and our two def- two defensemen he puts the puck like on the heel of his stick wraps it around his body, like, between his legs, splits both of our D just, like, clean while going, like, full speed. And his full speed is way faster than any of, like, our full speed. Right. So he just does that clean his day and then goes down the goalie on a break, like, on, on like, just him and the goalie and just, like, forehand, backhand, like, top cheese and Jesus. just skates by the bench. Like, it was nothing. <laughs> Wearing all his, like, USA gear, and I'm just yeah. like, all right. Like, <laughs> like fuck me. Fuck like, me. Like, <laughs> at that point, I was like, all right, like, that's where he's at, and, like, this is where I'm at. Like, right. <laughs> is he still on the Blackhawks, or did he get traded i feel like he got traded uh, did he go to carolina i think i think you're right i think he did so go he's, to he's in the top six in carolina right now so the two Which players that you guys yeah. yeah arguably the best decor in the league right now yeah in carolina. I mean, the way they're looking well, right now sure but i'll take it but no i mean the fact that the two players that are the best you guys played against are both starting in the nhl is absolutely yeah. insane yeah. Now, i mean you know um for the coyotes jacob chicken yeah yeah so his draft him and lamar year, jackson are boys fun fact Oh, really? Actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lamar, anyway. like, went to a game and shit. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, he, that's cool. He's from, uh, he's from Boca Raton, Florida. So when I was in West Palm Beach, was his draft year, right? The, the year of Line A and Matthews. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if people knew this, but when he was going into the draft, it was supposed to be Matthews won him, you know, two, three, four. And he got injured that year, and he sat yep. out most of the year. But he was supposed to be, like, a top traffic. Anyway, he's from Boca Raton, Florida. He was playing for Sarnia on the O. Oh, and uh, he, I guess he had ties with my coach, uh, Timmy K in, in uh, West Palm Beach. So when it was Christmas break, he came down from Sarnia to Boca Raton, and he came on the ice with us, and he was practicing with Holy us. Holy shit. He was insane. He was so good. Like, I, I honestly, I can't even put in the words, and you How could tell he wasn't even trying when yeah. he's playing. Like, I remember at one point he fed me on this pass. I was like, nobody's going to put this pass through and then I get in on a breakaway and put the put it on my backhand and put it into the netting, up into the netting. And I'm just like, <laughs> this guy just fed me on the, the most insane pass I've ever seen. I just put it off. Like, you know, like Jesus Christ, that's but, insane. But no, he was so good. That's so cool. That's so it's cool. Yeah. You didn't even mention Austin Lemieux. Like, that's the yeah, other thing. Yeah. It's like, I mean, he's just, I mean, granted, he's not an NHLer yet. I don't know if he will be, but, but the son of Mario Lemieux. Yeah. I mean, Christ, like. Yeah, it's just yeah. like when you see these kids, like when we played against them, at like you know a few years ago, and like you see if they're in the NHL now, it's like it's not a surprise. Like yeah. those kids were sick at hockey. Yeah, like, it's you, when you realize that like these kids are so much better than us at our age, and you're just like, how are they that much better than yeah. us? And you're like, they're built for the NHL. Yeah, like they're yeah. that good at hockey. It's ridiculous. Well, it's like that moment, like you both said, where it's like, okay, I'm decent. I'm playing on a very, very good yeah. team at a very high level, and this kid is, yeah, he's just you know, like, just so far ahead. Yeah, that's wild. Uh, I don't even know how we can go off of that. It's just so cool. But uh, what was your favorite rink to play in? You guys have a favorite? Was there ever a rink where you like you always played well for some reason, or you always felt like the ice was kind of tilted in your favor? Did that ever happen to you um, guys? 
I wouldn't say that, but I would just say, I mean, we played the 1980 Miracle Rink in Lake Placid. Oh, you played in Lake Placid? Yeah, I played Placid. Did you get, four, years, like four years in a row, I think. Yeah. Did you get yeah. to go in the locker room and stuff? Like, Do they even have? I don't, or did we, they we didn't do it. it. Like, I didn't go into it, but I don't, even know if, I don't even know if it's still a thing anymore. They have like a little Hall of Fame section off to the side. How cool was that? I mean, yeah, no, it's awesome, man. It's just like, yeah. It's this experience playing in that rink. It's it's something else for sure. Yeah, but you, you can feel the history when you're in there. Yeah, that's like, it's, it's one of those things. Cool. Yeah. Just being in the town, too. It's just yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, it's awesome for that's sure. That's really cool. Uh, so, who is your guys' favorite NHL player? And then building off of that, who do you think that you play the most like if i mean obviously like they're nhlers but who do you think you try to model your game after might be a better way to word it do you guys have yeah i mean i don't i, I have a lot of player players but like i like matthews a lot um, yeah well i sick. mean that's kind of nick's yeah like <laughs> butt buddy so yeah. yeah no i like matthews but uh no that's five i remember like we go and practice i was like we were talking about power. <laughs> yeah, we were about talking like power play for like with our coach or whatever, and I was like, "Yeah, like I want to be in like Austin Matthews spot." And then, like me and my coach weren't like agreeing with like the power play, and he's like, well, "I'm just let you know one thing: like you're not Austin Matthews." And I was like, "No shit, buddy. I'm fucking playing Tops and Ice Hockey. I'm not Austin Matthews." But like, throw me in a spot and see what I can do. It's like, dude, I don't know. Have you seen my wrister? It's pretty gnarly. Like, yeah. I mean, you know, if it's a shoulder, like every shot from his. Spot. Would you say he's your favorite player too? I mean, obviously, like Ovechkin's like God around here, but yeah, yeah. I mean. He's he's up there. I really don't I don't I don't like pick and choose like my favorite player, but yeah. I got some players that I try to like, you know, that I like and I kind of see like resemblance in and try to learn from them and stuff. Yeah. If about, it's not Matthews, I think for us it's got to be McKinnon. Yeah, yeah. I would oh, say yeah. yeah, he's so much yeah. fun. To watch. Yeah. Well, he's just when he moves, it's like you like it's not like effortless. Like it looks like he's absolutely motoring, and that just yeah. kind of makes it more fun. It's like, dude, his feet are just chopping vegetables yeah. on the ice right now. Like it's yeah. crazy. Uh, what about you, Stuner? Uh, I'd probably say that uh, Connor McDavid. I, you know, being on the East Coast, the Oilers games are so, like, it can be hard to find, yeah. especially lately because they suck so bad. Exactly. Right? But, like, I got the NHL TV subscription specifically so I can watch Connor McDavid. And I'll watch all of their late games. Like, I, I just love to watch. Like, what he does in the modern-day NHL is insane to me. I just yeah, love to watch him play. It's crazy. I mean, not to get, like, too hockey nerd on you guys, but, like, I have no life. I go to work 40 hours a week, so I just think about these things. But, like, for you, Casa, like, I always – I was trying to think this week, like, who I always thought that you played like. I think you're, like, a Blake Wheeler kind of. Nice. Right? So funny. Right? Nice. I think that's spot on. Dude. I right. think that's yeah. – I have a very unique play style. But like, it's right-handed shot. You got that really long stride. You play kind of a big man game almost, and – you. It's nothing like too flashy, but when you pull off like a smooth move, it's like holy shit! Like it's just, it's just so like kind of natural, you know? Like it's you're not trying to do too much, but by doing that, you're making it like look easy. If that even makes sense, I've just I don't know. I was just kind of what came up to my head, but I've been thinking about that in the past about who I would think my game is like so similar to, and it's definitely like out of the stars in the NHL. Blake Wheeler is like the, the play style that I think is yeah. closest. Dieter, for you, I always thought. <laughs> I, I was thinking this week. Wayne and I was Gretzky. Like, <laughs> for you, like, you were always so strong on the puck. Like, nobody stripped it of you. And you actually, like, would just – you would pick people's pockets so easy. Like, you were the king of, like, stick lifting from behind and just kind of getting, like, a little, like, steal on them. And you could lay the body. Like, I remember you fucked some kids up. You <laughs> kind of remind me of, like, a Datsuk. Now. Like, honestly. Like, the nice. hand, the hands, like, like just the way that you were shifting and stuff. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, that's, yeah. That's a good one. No, but, like, just because – I just remember, like, nobody could 
lift Datsuk's stick or like slash down and like steal it like I or just, knock him over or knock him yeah. over. I just always remember you being so steady on your skates like yeah I, I do I, I would tell my dad I'm like I weigh more than this kid but he's so much stronger on my skates than I am like how fucked does he do yeah. this yeah I don't know I but. surprise myself sometimes I'm, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not a big guy like, I'm like, but you kill like, people like yeah. you're strong on your skates yeah, I've always thought that and that's what Datsuk is yeah. like he's not getting knocked over but I just thought that'd be a little fun thing to throw in there don't don't let your ego get too big um who do you give the most credit to for how successful you've been, other than, like, your parents, obviously, because they always are driving and stuff? Yeah, I mean, you say, like, I, I have to give it to my – like, you say yeah. don't do parents, but, like, yeah. my dad was a professional parents. athlete. Like, he's just – he's given me that competitive edge my whole life. That's like, a fair enough point. Yeah, Definitely. I just have to give it to my dad. Like, yeah, he just kind of built that athlete in me. He yeah. push me. I feel like sometimes he cares more about, you know, hockey <laughs> than I do, honestly. Honestly, like, there's that pro-athlete <laughs> side. Yeah. That, like, <laughs> this dude, yeah, he'll send me, you know – the whole roster who to look out for like a week before the game or whatever he does the whole yeah. personal I scouting oh yeah he'll tell me like stats I had when I was like a peewee like he, he I love everything. that yeah so well I mean, he was also your coach for a bunch of years right yeah he so. did yeah he did coach yeah he coached me and Costa for a while I mean yeah yeah he's definitely one of the crazier coaches yeah, yeah. damn about, good coach at that what, what about <laughs> there you go yeah, he knows he knows he knows how to win he knows the, Come out how, the to, how to compete <laughs> <laughs> what about you Costa <laughs> Uh, I would probably say, like, you know, if I can't say my parents, I'd probably have to give it up to myself. I think that... Uh, yeah, there you go. Good I answer. In, I, I put in quite a bit of work. Um, I've you never really had the most flashy style of hockey, and nothing's really ever came easy in the in the hockey sense. So um, I think I put You're in a gritty. lot of extra hours, yeah. You're a gritty dude. You had a little, you had a little feist in your game. I love that. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um, so, you know, kind of just building off of this you know what do you think separates you guys from other players like what would you say is your strong suit that you can kind of fall back on or that you could tell like if someone was trying to recruit you'd be like okay what can you bring to my team your first answer is x uh i'd probably say speed speed myself yeah speed kills I feel like if, yeah speed kills. i feel like i feel like i don't use utilize it like my dad will always be like yeah just use speed like stop worrying about hands and everything but you know everyone wants to pull right. the nicest move but i feel like when i really like think back onto it, like if i'm like playing I'll try to focus on my speed the most, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. How about you, Casa? I'd say probably uh, probably my hockey sense. I like to think I can think the game better than just about everybody else on the ice. I just, you know, see the game better, and I, I think it, like, up to speed, so to say. And Yeah. Yeah, that's a, the one thing I have going for me. Yeah. No, I, you guys both have a lot of things going for you, and you – I mean, you guys have started when you're, what, four or five years old, and now you're 23, 24, whatever you guys are still playing. I mean, that's that's nothing to, you know, just raise, you know, roll your eyes about. I mean, there's a lot of people, myself included, who would kill to do that. I know it's easy to burn out or you might, like, go through ruts at times, but yeah, for sure. there's – let me tell you, it beats sitting behind a desk at any point. In your life. <laughs> I mean, it don't matter how much weight you get paid. Right. Uh, is there anything else you guys want to add? Just something for everybody else listening? Or are you guys good? I mean, this was awesome. Like, this, yeah, no, this was, was great. Thank you so yeah. much. I have a couple just like bullshit hockey questions, yeah, just like shoot. funny Let's shit. Uh, so I saw in the promo video and the promo picture that we put up on Instagram, you both rock the fishbowl. <laughs> And we're both cage guys. Oh, so, God. so I want to know why the bowl over the cage. I made the transition late, actually. I think you were yeah. way before I did. Casa was, yeah, you were early. I've been wearing it since infancy, honestly. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah he used to, yeah. I, uh, I, I wore it, like, real young, and then I went cage for a while. Okay. Tried switching back to the fishbowl, actually. Didn't like it, went back to a cage. 
And then I don't even know when. When I think I just got one for free and I threw it on and I kind of just stuck with it. It nice. doesn't get foggy, like Did, is it? You know, when, when we were in, <laughs> oh, you got the spray. <laughs> we okay. got the, yeah, he uses the hockey spit. But when we were uh, <laughs> when we were in high school, I had a cage on our, our high school helmets and I wore a bubble when we played That's out. Shane didn't like the bubbles. Yeah, he would, he wouldn't let oh us wear God, the bubbles. Right. Really? Yeah. How crazy is that? Wow. Huh? No yellow laces, no bubbles. Two bubbles. Yeah, I do remember that. Uh, so white tape or black tape? White tape. White tape. White tape. Yeah. Okay. What else you got? Uh, got a couple others to shoot off. So what is the best chirp you've ever heard? <laughs> and yes, you can say like one that you've done, but just like even if it was like yeah, to one of your teammates, like put your head down on the bench. We've heard like, some yeah. shit. Yeah, we've heard a lot of them. I'm trying to think yeah, of the sure. recent ones too because I can't really think Trying to draw off like 18 years of playing. Yeah, right. This is crazy. I mean, I, I used to like – uh, we played with this kid, Jeremy Simpson, and he always used to, yeah. he always the best used to all the time. everything and everybody. And at one point, this kid just, he's sitting over by our bench before an offensive zone face off. And he, and Sip goes over and he's like, hey, he's like, how tall are you, buddy? And he goes, oh, it's 6'4". He's like, damn, I didn't know dust piled up that high. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm cracking up. Like, he's being civil when he's saying this. Like, you yeah. know, like he's having a nice conversation. And he just yeah. lets go. That's what makes it funny, right? He's not saying it with an attitude. It's right. just like, oh, I didn't know uh, dust piled that high. Yeah, no, he was definitely one of the best trippers That's I've great. ever done. Yeah. I wish uh, I remember more from him. Yeah. I, he I, had some funny ones. That question, sure. I feel like I need to prepare for that. Yeah, I, I would have to think so back and ask people about that one. Okay. If... Like, if you had to pick, like, one weird hockey superstition that you have, I know hockey players tend to be a little bit superstitious, uh, you know, what would it be? I, don't, I, I never really was, like, into that. I mean, like, I did, like, simple little things. Like, I always, I kind of dress the same way. Okay. Right. I've always stuck with that. Um, tape my stick the same way. Yep. Um, but I never really had, like, anything, like, kind of weird, I feel like. I know some people who did, for sure. Oh, yeah. We've played with some goalies who... Uh, oh, you yeah. Had, yeah. You want to share a complete mental something that comes cases. to mind, like someone who had something yeah. weird where you're just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Well, we thought one kid was praying to some weird god before the game. <laughs> Wait, what happened? He, he would just put his head in his helmet, and I feel like you would hear him saying stuff, yeah. and it was just kind of... The same kid listened to Slipknot before the games. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah there you go. Um, yeah, no. I remember Jack Finn used to pray before. That was pretty funny. Well, not I mean, funny, it's, like, it's not even about praying. It was, it was the. It wasn't like he was just praying to God. You know, like he was like, it's like it, it almost felt like it was like another being that he's looking at when he's just looking into his goalie helmet. Like it just kind of felt. Weird. Oh, like so it was like there was some energy there. Like, like the, yeah. what is it? The dude from the goalie from Goon who like kisses the back of his mask. Has a picture of his mom on it. He's like talking to her. <laughs> One of those things. Um. So who wins the Stanley Cup this year? Actually, I want a finals matchup, and then yeah. he wins. I want both teams. What do you think? I could never root against the Caps. So I, I Good answer. The I mean, I had the I I had the Caps in the finals, and I absolutely despise them. Yeah, uh, I think out of the West, I wouldn't be surprised if Dallas. You think Dallas came along? Comeback. Yeah. What do you think, Dieter? So you got Caps versus Dallas, Costa, and you're obviously picking the Caps because you're an oh, idiot. God, but, yeah. I want to go Caps here just because you know, Caps versus who? You got? I don't, I don't know. Dallas didn't feel like have such a good start this year, but. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the Sharks have just been killing it the past couple of years too. I feel slow like. start, but slow yeah, they start. could yeah. they start. could come they could come out of the gate. They're I always just it. gritty too. So true. I'll go cap Sharks, but you heard it here first. It's early though. It's, it's, it's definitely early. it's it's very early. Yeah. And then if you had to pick, uh, this is my last question. If you had to pick like one NHL player all time who you know they might not be playing now, but this is like my God, who is it? 
Have Elberry. Nice. That's a great answer. That's yeah. tough to. Yeah, that is. Have you seen my jersey, Harris? Yeah, yeah I've seen. Now it, I want yeah. to come back with like someone old. Is it the black one? Yeah, he's got oh, that's so he, sick. He, we yeah. used to play pond hockey, and he would wear it. I uh, remember yeah, that. You might have taken that picture. Huh? <laughs> I did take that picture. You want <laughs> profile picture? Check me out. <laughs> uh, I'll say I'll say Joe Sackick. I used to nice. have. Nice. Yeah, I used Burn to be Joe. Kid, is that why you were 19? Oh uh, no, my dad. Was, that's it's ironic. Yeah. Time, time out. You were the only player I've ever played with who somehow managed to get the same number every team he played with all <laughs> oh the way my through. God. How did, and it was all and nineteen is like a really popular number. Because his dad always paid the coach. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, that was, was a coach for a few years. So didn't yeah, matter. Yeah. Well, yeah. There you go. Be like, just tell me ahead of it was time. Like, yeah, he's gonna come to your team. He's gotta be number nineteen. <laughs> Uh, no, yeah, my dad was number 19, but yeah, I like Joe Sackett probably because he was number 19. I also right. like Patrick Wall. That's how I started playing hockey was Patrick Wall. Oh, nice. Uh, so my whole room when right, I was a kid, yeah. when I, before I even started hockey, my room was painted avalanche colors, had a Joe Sackett fat head. They, they, were, fat they head. were sick then, too. Yeah, yeah that's like when early nice. 90s, 2000s. Yeah. 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 yeah, that is cool. Yeah, so I'll say Joe Sackett. Guys, this has been yeah. This is awesome. Thank you guys so much for doing this. Like, not, not that we were expecting low, but like this is just awesome, and this is obviously huge for us. Like first interview, and we're already talking about like how guys played against Trevor Van the Reams, Dyker, yeah, and guys like that. that are in the show now. So just thank you guys for doing this. Uh, this has been awesome, and uh, let's do it again sometime. I appreciate yeah, it. Thank, thank you, guys. That was good. Cool. And there it is, ladies and gentlemen, the Empty Betters' first ever interview in the books. Thank you to Ryan and Costa for coming on. Uh, hopefully everybody enjoyed it. Hopefully you all got a couple laughs. Uh, and we will look forward to doing more interviews in the future. Uh, in other news, uh, we have yet to give our picks to you guys. So let's get to the picks of the week. Nick, who do you have for your puck line for the week? So for my puck line, I'm looking at a game this coming Wednesday. I'm going to take the stars on the puck line. I know we were really high on this pick going into the season, and it's kind of not panned out yet. But I'm going to say that the stars puck line finally hits at Columbus on Wednesday night. Okay, sounds good. Uh, you should be able to get a decent return for that considering they're on the road. I think so. Uh, and they haven't come out of the gate, you know, Big dick swinging yet. So. Yeah. I like the puck line on the road bet. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, you guys should be able to get that for probably around a plus 140 or so, I would say. Uh, my puck line pick for the week is going to be the Capitals puck line versus the New York Rangers on Friday night. The game is in D.C. The Rangers play the night before in New Jersey, which I think is going to be a very hard-fought game. I think they're going to be tired. The Caps are on a little bit of a homestand this week, so they're not going to have any travel lag. I like the caps on the puck line Friday night. Uh, I would say that you'll get it at hopefully a plus 130 or so. Um, maybe even better. If you get it above plus 130, then definitely pounce all over it. Definitely. My money line for this week is going to be the Devils versus Canucks. Uh, that's going to be Saturday, and the bigger matchup, I think, is Hughes versus Hughes. This is the first time that... You get bro versus bro. Exactly. This is great. Brother versus brother. Both rookies, Jack and Quinn Hughes, are going to play each other for the first time, and I think Jack is going to win this one. You think Jack gets the upper hand? I think so. Is the game in Jersey, right? Or It is in Jersey. Okay. Yeah. All right. I like that pick. I yeah. think that's a good pick. They, they're bound to do something soon. I mean... I, Except, well, they have to. Yeah. yeah. I think the Devils are starting to get to that desperate mode where it's like, okay... We had the preseason hype. Now we really actually got to put the pedal to the metal. You mean win? Well, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, they definitely have to. Um, so that might be a popular trend here going for the next three or so weeks. 
Uh, my money line pick, as I mentioned, or hinted at rather, earlier in the episode, I am taking the Calgary Flames money line over the LA Kings on Saturday night. There's the f- a big one. Oh, yeah. The Flames will be on the road, so the game is in LA. This is what I was talking about earlier about the revenge game. I think the Flames are going to come big dick swinging. I think Kachuk is going to have a big game. I would venture to say the Flames are going to win, I'd say, 5-2. to two. Uh, If you're brave, maybe sprinkle a little puck line on there. But for me, I think the money line is a safe bet. It could be close, but I think it'll probably be about a 3-2 to two game going into the third, and then the Flames will pull away with a couple garbage time goals. So I'm thinking 5-2. Like That's times. a really good pick. I like that a lot. Yeah. Uh, who do you have for your over-under? My over-under is going to be the Detroit Red Wings at the Vancouver Canucks on Tuesday, and I am taking the over in that game. Uh, six and a half, I would probably say it'll be set at. Exactly. Okay. And I think that's completely reasonable to think that these teams. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Uh, my over under for the week is going to be the Devils versus the Rangers on Thursday night. This is our first look at the future rivalry of the NHL, Jack Hughes versus Capo Caco. Uh, I think this is going to be a barn burner. <laughs> I would say this is going to be a very close game. I think it'll be a 4-3 to three game. I don't know who's going to win it. I would venture to say it's going to go to overtime. Uh, I think it'll actually probably go to a shootout. So here's my little bonus pick for you guys for the week. Uh, there is an option, depending on your site, where you can bet the games to go to overtime. It's called the NHL 3-Way. So you can actually bet teams to win. Sounds in hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a time and a half. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Best of my life. Um So you can actually bet teams to win in regulation, which will increase your return on your investment. Um, So they call it a three-way overtime because you can bet one team to win in regulation or the other team to win in regulation, which is your two options. And then the third option is to bet the game to actually go to overtime. That's where you can make some serious cash. Uh, You can usually get those bets to be at about plus 300, uh, give or take around there. So I would say this game is going to go to overtime. I might actually take uh, a minimum size bet on the game to go to OT at a plus 300. Nice. I like that a lot. Yeah, so I think that's going to be a barn burner. Uh, maybe 5-4, but I like that over. If it's at 6 or 6.5, take it. Sure. Uh, anything else, Nick, that you have for the viewers? So this is an interesting story that's been circulating throughout the hockey community. Uh, it's not NHL, AHL, or OHL news. It's about a U14 team out of Long Island, New York. <laughs> so Our favorite place. <laughs> yeah. Long Island Gulls uh, have ultimately been suspended for the entire year. The whole team has been suspended for the entire year uh, because players shit and pissed in their <laughs> opponent's equipment bags prior to a game. I thought that was the norm up there. (laughs) And to make matters worse, uh, it was later discovered that at least six sets of parents encouraged them to do this and said, quote, make a statement about who they're dealing with. Oh, my God. And so this is coming to us from BustedCoverage.com. They had uh, the interview or the one guy who's spoken out at least about this issue. And I mean, one, this is hysterical. This is fantastic. Two, this is terrible. But, you know, parents encouraging kid, 14-year-old kids to go defecate and urinate 
in someone else's equipment bags. I mean, <laughs> is this where we've gotten to now? Is this how bad it is? This has just been New York since ever. I miss the, you know, it used to just be scotch tape over your skate blade or fill the <laughs> stick up with water no. or stuff, you know, gum down in the fingers <laughs> of the gloves. But now we're literally, you know, dropping deuces in people's no, like, oh. you're, you're getting steak and chicken burritos the night before to oh, stop. You're just, you're just uh, dropping a load in there. And the, you know, the cherry on top of this shitstorm, pun intended, was the coach had just come back from a two-year suspension for assaulting an official. Oh, my God. <laughs> you can't make this shit up, man. Oh, it's... Uh, New it's, York is just a different breed. It's I, so funny, but I just... I can't imagine what I would do like if I opened my equipment bag and there's just like a soupy douche just laying there. I would on pay. The ground. I would pay so much money just to be like a fly on the wall in that locker room. Like, dude, did you see what this fucking guy did to my bag? Like, what the hell going on? Like, <laughs> I just, oh my god, I would love it. That would be fantastic. Uh, so, anyways, uh, moving on from that. Uh, Actually, I'm gonna go in on a point right sure, uh, here, go real ahead. quick, because this kind of builds off the uh, youth hockey. Uh, thing. Oh yes, this is good. Um, so Nick and I were watching. Uh, I believe it was the Senators and the Lightning uh, earlier. And by the way, the Sens did win, and I said that on this fucking podcast, but I didn't bet it, so I'm an idiot. Um, why are blue pucks still being used in youth hockey? I kind of find this to be Stupid. a little strange. Uh, maybe I'm not even so sure. I agree with the pucks being lighter for kids. I think that they should start just to get used to it at a younger age. I mean, yeah. And to be quite honest, who the fuck cares if the score is high when you're a kid? I mean, exactly. Well, I, I'm I'm not really understanding the point of it because some people would be like, oh, well, the kids can't lift the puck at the age of seven. It's like, well, why do they need? I mean, okay, so they'll lift it when they're nine. Pros like, couldn't lift the puck until the seventies, anyways. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and not only that, it's just kind of like. You know, maybe there's a visual um, adaption that they have to make once they make the change to the black pucks. I don't know. I'm just not really a huge fan of it. It's just kind of a pet peeve of mine. Um, and Nick bringing up the youth hockey just kind of reminded me of that. But sorry, continue. Did you ever see, speaking of different color pucks, did you ever see the white ones that they use for goalies to train? No. Is that not the stupidest thing ever? Who did that? Russians? Like, like I don't know. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. just, you know, balls of cocaine flying <laughs> at you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, but anyways, moving on. So for any of you soccer fans out there, uh, you'll probably remember the name Petr Cech, longtime Chelsea goalkeeper and also played for Arsenal for four seasons. So this guy decided after dominating professional soccer that you know, he was so good at one sport, he might as well try a second one. And at 37 years old, he made his professional ice hockey debut for a second division English team this past Sunday and backstopped them to a shootout win. That's awesome. That's so cool. I like, think I know we have a decent amount of soccer listeners out there. At least, you know, some of my buddies who listen, they're, they're soccer fans. So that might be a little fun fact for them. Yeah. It's just like, you know, how cool is it that you're that good at one sport and he even said, he was like, I was such a big fan of hockey and of Dominic Hasek because they're both from the Czech Republic. And he was like, I've always wanted to do this. I've always wanted to get into this. And now that I'm retired, I, I can. I mean, I played varsity hockey and JV football in my right. sophomore <laughs> high school, so I kind of get it. It must be nice to be like good enough to play two sports professionally. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that is actually really cool. Uh, that's You don't see that you know, much these days, especially with the 
emphasis on you know kids playing one sport from the time they're like seven so definitely those days will probably be extinct yeah uh, but soon. very cool and definitely a good way to build a little bit more hockey presence in the uk oh yeah which has really taken off in the last 10 years uh yeah i think it's starting to get bigger you know everywhere around the world to yeah. be quite honest I, I wouldn't say it's diminished anywhere no i remember i did a, a trip to london with my family uh probably i don't know three or four years ago and we ended up, you know, walking around, you know, the north end of London and we went into a Canadian bar and the bartender was a British guy who had lived in Canada for like 20 years and was so excited to have people to talk hockey with. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, building off of the overseas hockey trend, uh, there are still two winless teams in the NHL so far. And one of those is the Chicago Blackhawks, who actually started their season in Prague. And, man, did that fuck them up because they do not look good. Uh, they are giving up a lot of goals. Granted, they are scoring a lot of goals, even though the uh, over the other day didn't hit. But besides that point, <laughs> um, them and the Minnesota Wild both are the two winless teams that are left. They are both in the Central Division, which your experts, quote-unquote, at NHL Network said would be the hardest division in the league. Suck it. Suck it. That is not true. We, me and Nick have been saying that since the start. Um, however, there are two undefeated teams that are left. And as we are recording this, the Capitals versus the Avalanche is on the TV behind us. Uh, right now, it's four to two caps at the er, four yeah, to two four abs. to two abs. I'm yeah. sorry, four to two abs at the end of the second. So if they can hold on, uh, they'll remain undefeated. And the other one is the Edmonton Oilers, who I'm not. I'm still not sold. Are you? I'm not sold yet, and I think this is just because we know how good the Oilers' top end is. There's no way that bottom six is good enough to carry them throughout the rest of the season. I really don't think so, and I think you know they do have Clefbaum and Darnell Nurse on the back end. Adam Larson, I think, is hurt now. Not that that really matters. He is much. not that that matters, but but you know, um, you know I'm just not really. I, I feel like this is them coming out of the gate, like, hey, fuck you, everybody. Like we're they're hot here. right now. Yeah, they're and, hot. You know. Ride him. I mean, yeah. seriously. We, you know, McDavid looks incredible as always. He won NHL first star of the surprise, week. Surprise, surprise. Leading the league in points, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's that's no shock. That guy's a cheat code. Um, but uh, another couple notes. Uh, Nicholas Jarmelson of the Arizona Coyotes will be out with a broken leg for approximately three months. I think it's probably going to be a little longer than that. Uh, this is a big blow to the Yotes. Uh, they've already come out of the gate not so hot to begin with, and that back end isn't exactly the deepest that they're dealing with. Uh, so, you know, this is probably going to be a big blow for them. He's their leading shot blocker and arguably their best penalty killer. I think this is going to be a bigger loss than people realize. I completely agree. This is a defenseman who is just great stick, great shot blocker, as you mentioned, total shutdown guy, and when... An unsung hero like that goes out of the lineup, and you know, especially with an injury, it's going to show up right away. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. So maybe you know, keep an eye on betting against the Coyotes uh, with a couple money line picks coming up here. Uh, Nick, you got anything else that you want to touch on? Uh, not really. I think I'm good. Sounds good. Uh, like we've mentioned in prior episodes, uh, please donate to the ACS fundraiser that we are doing, the American Cancer Society. Uh, like we mentioned last episode, we are trying to raise money for cancer awareness. We're doing it through the month of October and November to combine breast cancer awareness with the Movember theme. 
Uh, like we mentioned last episode, you can find us at the Baltimore Ravens versus New England Patriots tailgate on November 3rd. Uh, we're going to be having uh, people, you know, have an opportunity to donate their cash if they so wish. If not, you can find our Venmos on our Instagram page, and you can always do it that. Please use the caption ACS donation, so that way we know what it's for, and we'll put your name on the list for you to win, have a chance to win a free hockey jersey on the Empty Betters crew. And this does not mean you can, if you win, just just a disclaimer, don't tell me you want a 85 Gretzky game-worn, you know. Yeah, no. You give me like a current or former player. Yeah, you know. nothing, nothing autographed. Nothing. Yeah, no authentic bullshit. Just we're just gonna get you a jersey. Exactly. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> it's for a good cause. Come on. Yeah, uh, but that tailgate is gonna be a ton of fun. It looks like we're already up to almost fifty people on the Facebook event. Uh, if you want to come by, please do. We'll be there around three o'clock until game time. We're gonna have a ton of cool shit there. Um, we even have a little bit of. You know, I don't want to say surprise, but a couple surprises for our loyal listeners. Definitely so. some surprises coming and a chance for you guys to get on the show. So stop by, drink a lot. Uh, my dad's going to be there. My brother's going to be there. Uh, it's going to be a whole family affair. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, so we hope to see you guys there. And we honestly just can't wait. Uh, we'll get back with you guys next week. And happy gambling. And without further ado, class dismissed. But I never thought that it'd be so simple, but I found a way, I found a way. And I always thought that it'd be too crazy, but I found a way, I found a way.